0: with bad technical difficulties. Okay. We are here. <laughs> I
1: am also recording again.
2: I got a second workout in running up and down the stairs.
0: Hi friends and welcome to this episode of the Reading Queens podcast. We are here to talk about paranormal romance. I'm excited.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: as you might uh, guess I am very excited to talk about this um I'm Valia hello I also have two ladies joining me so please say hi
2: hi guys it's
0: Abby and Hannah <laughs> and, and we have already had a whole like I don't know has it been like 45 <laughs> minutes of this we've had a morning already
2: <laughs> yeah it's A good half hour at least. Yeah. So (laughs) we We had
1: therapy, we had tech support, (laughs)
2: bathroom (laughs) breaks.
0: We (laughs) had a true journey, true (laughs) journey for this podcast. I hope you enjoy. Okay. We're, yeah. But we're here. It's a whole thing. But we are here and we're gonna hang out and talk books and life and you know, just like we do. This is this is what it is. But Abby, I'll go first. Oh, I'll do (laughs) how am I
2: doing? I'm doing I'm actually doing pretty good. I had a Illness from the deep, dark depths of hell for like
1: two weeks. By which means a preschooler.
2: <laughs> yeah, brought to me by a preschooler. Uh, yeah, that kid spraying germs like he was putting out a wildfire. There's no other, no other. Yeah. One for it. He was just, like a hose, and I just sat there going, "Yeah, there is no way I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get this." And sure enough, I got it. So it's just a cold, but it totally knocked me out. But I am better, and I am a human again, and it's awesome. And yesterday I hung out by the pool, mm-hmm. which was even more great. And I just kind of floated because, um, yeah, that's my goal this summer because I am pregnant. So I'm just planning to put like a donut tube around the bump and just lay on my back. And that will okay. be my nice right, right. So, and then there's a taco You need one truck. of those little
1: floaties for your like, to have a nice cold drink with you.
2: Oh, yes. Maybe all set. Oh, yeah. I need to get Your that.
1: husband can like toss snacks.
2: Grapes, grapes Yeah. In the pool,
1: like,
2: <laughs> yeah. Nachos. So- I don't know. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Oh, and then there's a taco chuck in our neighborhood <laughs> today. And so I'm planning to have a picnic dinner because why not?
1: Mm, sounds nice. Sounds great. Back to you, Hannah. How are you doing? Well, I mean, to start with, I'm pretty excited because there's nobody in my house right now. Ooh. Um and is that a I- first since I've like seen
2: you on camera?
1: I mean, maybe. <laughs> I think that's a first. <laughs> Like, as you may have heard I was so excited this year because my kids were all going to be in school and they're just like have been sick all the time there's three of them so three kids in elementary school I think is just like too much for the universe to bear <laughs> like, <it's just> been, <laughs> like constant uh but everybody is like healthy and awkward and uh yeah and everyone's not here so I love them I love them I just don't <laughs> love them to all be here all day long every day for all eternity Uh uh-huh um what else I planted most of my garden I plant my seeds still but I planted my bedding plants and uh I'm like aggressively putting down cardboard and then like mulch and I'm hoping that I get tired of gardening by July like (laughs) in May I'm all like gardening is amazing I'm an amazing little cottagecore princess I don't know I love it and then by July I'm just like give just give me vegetables so I'm hoping this will work out Mm -hmm. did i talk about my chicks i can't remember how long i've been on i was
0: just gonna ask i was like what about your chicken
1: how are the babies um because we had chicks oh how old are they now like a month old maybe so they look they look like like tiny chickens now but they're still little they're like chickens but like a quarter the size of a chicken Mm -hmm.
2: do they have like the fluff still
1: or they have feather feathers? no they got feather feathers um but they're very funny because most of our chickens we try and keep you know in their chicken run so they don't run amok. We used to let them run amok sometimes. And then the neighbors were like, we have your chickens in our yard. (laughs) Like, Like, sorry, (laughs) go lure them back. It's like Um, that movie chicken run in real life. They get, they're going places. We don't know where, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, so now they all have to stay inside and they get, you know, clipped if they run too far, but the babies can fit through the fences still. Oh, and they like a little mm-hmm. hidey holes, So we keep like the babies are just everywhere. So it's pretty funny. They always go back because they like want their food and their mom. So it's not a big deal, but it's pretty cute. They're just like wandering around in the yard, like, and <laughs> down in my garden and hanging out. So yeah, yeah. and it's, we've been laughing because there's seven chicks and I'm writing a Snow White retelling with
0: oh, uh, my... where I
1: replaced the seven dwarves with seven chickens because uh, of course I did um <laughs> i love the you name- reasoning behind it i know, <laughs> of I know. I did. <laughs> but, but did
2: you name them like grumpy and happy and dopey like your chickens? kind of kind, okay, okay, okay so
1: i did yeah i did give them each i'm gonna have to go through and edits and like make sure it's stronger but i gave them each like the personality of one of the things and then i let my readers in my newsletter help me name them oh, um awesome. and my children and we named them all food names because my snow white is a baker so We've got, like, snickerdoodle and paprika and espresso. I can't remember the they all That's now. great. Meringue. Uh, great. So it's it's pretty cute, if I do say so myself. Uh, my book was too epic, and I was like, I'm reading cozy fantasy, though. So I just threw in a bunch of chickens. <laughs> so it's still it's- epic, but there's chickens.
0: <laughs> With food names. With food <laughs> names. names. Who, like, learn
1: to talk halfway through. Um, so well i guess they could always talk she learns to hear them halfway through because she's snow white yeah so White yeah. talks to animals it is known sure that's isn't yeah. it isn't she talked to animals in the in the disney movie i don't but, like, know they help her they clean they the house and stuff I don't, I don't think remember. they just but, kind
2: of nod their heads
1: okay oh, okay so Anything. other people can't hear the animals talking to her only she can communicate with them so i think that still tracks
0: yeah it's okay okay it's like the other
1: characters don't hear them just she does and then she talks back to them so probably she sounds like she's crazy but
0: yeah yeah yeah
2: that makes you sense you boys need a crazy princess I mean, why not
0: <laughs> just, just, like, liven things up a little it's all about but. perception she's not crazy other people think she's crazy because they can't eat exactly. the chickens so exactly technically she's fine anyway Anyway. I'm also um, I'm also starting my Snow White retelling which I know I'm so excited around. I know yesterday I got inspired so I texted the girls and I was like excuse me these are my ideas help me decide on which one and we were
1: like what about this what about yeah, this
0: It was great it was great uh, this is the joy of having writer friends but yeah I just had a book come out so that that happened and now I need to write my Snow White retelling which obviously is Russian. So it has, I'm like excited to get back into just like the Skoska world. And I think I need to reread the first two that I wrote just to make sure that I like stay with the voice and the, and everything that I stand yeah. up for, you know? so It like, is a different tone than your other books. Yeah, it definitely is. But I think it's going to be dual POV. So I'm excited because I kind of am getting obsessed with dual POV now. So. Those are my
2: favorite. Like, I love- It is fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. I keep trying to write one like point of view and then I end up with three, seven, <laughs> eight. <laughs> like, You're like, but what about
0: this, this character?
2: Yeah, I just love them so much. It's like, they're so interesting and they they all contribute to the plot. So it works, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. When I mean, you know how to do it well, like it is, it is great. I don't think I can do more than two, honestly. I like love to, but for me, I don't think my brain can handle having that many in your face Characters in my head being like talking to me at the same time. Mm. And that is <laughs> like, two is Max, uh, you know, and after that, I don't know. I just hear two voices really vividly, you know, like my male mm-hmm. and my female pr- protagonist. Like, I hear them very vividly. And other characters, like, I think if I ever was going to do a third POV, it would have been for Thunderbird Academy for Liam, because I knew that character the best. He was like the best friend, mm-hmm. fit, the supporting character everybody only asked asked me still years later asked me to write a book for him and I was just
1: gonna say that I was like dear Valia will you ever write a book for Liam (laughs) I Liam.
0: I know poor Liam I love him so much he has I have a cover for
2: a book (laughs) I do that too do you like color code your books then like no. in your head, like this is the red book. This is the blue, or like no, she's
1: got a cover. She's no, got like a cover. oh cover. <laughs> I was got like
2: what? <laughs> I was like I was like, oh my gosh, somebody else does
0: colors too. Like this is great. Okay, okay wait, sorry, is this cover. is this a secrecy? <laughs> Can you explain this? I, okay, I'm okay. so
2: curious now. All right. So I when I'm writing, when I'm not writing middle grade, I like multi-point of view. So the most I've ever done is five point of views, three to five. It tends to be my standard. That I've noticed. (laughs) But, like, to keep them straight, I will, and like, in the feeling of the book, I will color code the book in each character. So, like, in my sci-fi series, Breaker is, like, this teal blue. Milani is white. Like, Luca is, you know, this orange color. And then that first book is, like, red. And then I have a blue book and then green book. And then this other book, like, the fantasy I finished up, that's, like, a brown book. And so it just kind of keeps me organized in my brain, like, color coding the brown book, the yellow book the whatever so if you use Scrivener <laughs> you
1: can actually color code your yeah that's scenes. why I love it
2: that's why I love Scrivener because yeah. I can like color code the point of views and then all mm. my sticky notes like everything is color coded for that character and it's just oh. like so when I'm working with five you know <laughs> but are you of, like
1: <laughs> are you like a person where things always have colors because I don't know if my books have colors but I like me and my kids argue about like what color is like five is oh yeah I think I have a little I
2: have a little bit of that it was more when I was younger mm. like
1: my mom would be like how are
2: you feeling and I'd be like red with a sprinkle of <laughs> gold like sparkles and she'd be like you're <laughs> so weird like how did you come out of me <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that but my, my sister that's how I'm like, gonna gold. refer to my
1: feelings from now on
2: yeah like, it feels like an oval shape with like a jagged edge on one like curve of edge like
0: what I love that so much I have a friend who I don't remember how I maybe I mentioned this on the podcast before but she always she like told me that when you're asking somebody how you're doing you talk about the weather so Uh like when we see each other we'll be like how's your weather today and so (laughs) I love that like a little bit rainy but the sun might come through yeah, yeah. So it's that's really cute. cute. Uh I don't know where she read it somewhere. I think she said so. I was just like, okay, that's. How's cute. your weather? Yeah. How's your, your weather, weather today? Weather. That's I cute. Know, I like it. That's cute. Um, speaking of books. <laughs> okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I portal? go first? Um. Yes. Yeah, so we are going to talk about paranormal romance. Um, yes. Obviously, there is some. I wouldn't say confusion on the genre. Debate. I feel like debate. That's a good word. I feel like there are paranormal romance in itself is like the genre that fits in a lot of places, if that makes sense. Yes. So we are going to talk about... Our books, obviously, and then maybe talk about that a little bit. I know Hannah, do you want to do you want to talk about, like, the definition (laughs) for it? Because it's like,
1: I I didn't say you didn't write paranormal romance. I just said that the (laughs) book I read was considered paranormal romance if we considered your books paranormal romance, which I realize now. Um, but it's it's the paranormal romance or is it urban fantasy right which I guess could be the same as like is it romantic fantasy or is it fantasy romance which I still think is like a weird debate that doesn't make any sense but to me urban fantasy is like the main plot isn't the romance right and paranormal romance the main plot is the romance which sometimes in a series shifts from book to book like the series i'm going to talk about i feel like the first book feels pretty solidly paranormal romance and then book two felt much more urban fantasy because things happen and like the world expands and there's more mm-hmm. quests and epic things happen you know things like that which i kind of feel like if the whole point of your book is trying to like defeat the big evil or something like that then maybe it shifts more to being urban fantasy Hmm. That's a good that's a good distinction. I don't know, because but really, sometimes for us, it's more like, what did I read it for? (laughs) And if I read it for the
0: romance, you know, they're like, well, that gave me that paranormal romance, like vibes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's true, because paranormal romance, like, yes, you're reading for the romance for the relationship. And it also can fit into a world that's not urban fantasy because urban fantasy is usually set in an urban setting but you can have paranormal romance set in like middle of the highlands <laughs> which is yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah but it's just like like the, the the paranormal romance aspect can be in other places but I do agree that urban fantasy and paranormal romance are the two that are confused the most
2: mm-hmm. because
0: I think they're so closely resemble each other because automatically People usually think paranormal romance means urban fantasy. Like paranormal romance is going to be set because if we're reading fantasy, mm-hmm. it's going to be like in another world or blah blah mm-hmm. blah. But when it comes to paranormal romance, people are always like, "Oh, it's like our world, blah blah blah." And so, mm-hmm. fantasy is usually our world with you know magic in it and stuff. Yeah. So I feel like that's why it's like always the one that's so you
1: think paranormal.
0: You think paranormal? Paranormal? <laughs> I can't
1: say it. Paranormal romance <laughs> is tricky. You think it could be in a secondary world more than urban fantasy is or you just don't think it has to be in a city like cuz I always think urban fantasy is more of a vibe than a setting really like you could have small town urban fantasy
0: mm, Yeah yeah I think so I think it is kind of a yeah I think paranormal romance can be set in other places outside of just like a city because I feel like when I read or like the when I've read urban fantasy It is typically something that is set in like one place or at least the first book. It like is set in like the city, this town, this whatever. And it's just like it's there. So you meet like typically the main character and then you meet their everyday life. Mm -hmm. That's typically the setting of like the urban fantasies that I've read. With Paranormal Romance, you can start out in like a city, you know, whatever you made the main character that you're living in a small town but then almost i mean almost immediately but not really there's like a another thing that comes into play and you're like mm-hmm. t- out of that setting
2: I yeah think. yeah
0: interesting so that's at least at least the, the paranormal romance and urban fantasy that i've read has that distinction in my head So it's Mm -hmm. like, typically with Paranormal Romance, they usually almost always travel to another like another port, like through a portal or something, Mm -hmm. like a secondary world. Or they get out of like their town and go to a a secondary location. But with Urban Fantasy, Please Book One is always seems to be just in that one location. Yeah, I think all of Cassandra
2: Clary's books, like The City of Bones, like all, Mm -hmm. what about 12, 15 of them? I think that's like that is this epitome of urban fantasy like it's one city one thing like and then sometimes they go other places you know mm-hmm. but really yeah mm. really in that
0: yeah Mine- i would definitely think urban fantasy for her mm-hmm. yes yeah. even though she has a lot of romantic
1: whatever Yeah, she but- does she does
0: but the world building takes a bigger, mm-hmm. bigger seat, I guess, in the story, which is what urban fantasy is. So that I think that's the part that maybe I wasn't like clearly articulated. But when it is said in one place, like you spend. A lot of time building that one place, right? So like locations the locations, like a character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with paranormal romance, you can start at that place, but they don't really care about the place. Then <laughs> you're following the characters wherever they go, and that's how I write my paranormal romance. Like I have, you know, my Hawthorne series that starts out in, or the the four novellas, they are in Hawthorne, but like you really are there for the people. Like you just the setting. I mean, they're in one place, but it doesn't really play like it's not a character as much as it would be if I was writing it as a urban fantasy because then I would have just really like had to dig into what the town was in fully realized which I don't do because I don't do description well (laughs) so yeah so I think that's like the difference for me at least for sure Mm, that's interesting
2: I think the book that I read actually fits your description pretty well of like what mm. is paranormal romance versus urban fantasy
1: okay um, cool.
2: so i'll just jump right in then just tell us <laughs> what yeah, <before do> <laughs> i will okay so first off i don't really read this genre so i was actually really excited to pick a book because it's just it's different for me so mm-hmm. i ended up picking forbidden magic um it's the dark falls academy number one by anya j cosgrove so it's a ku book um and it's it's sim- it's a paranormal romance and i would argue it's your definition of it because like it starts out maybe the real world for like half a chapter goes through like some sort of portal to a school so it, it's kind of similar to harry potter in that way and just that it like takes place in another location like at a school mm-hmm. but it's yeah i would definitely say paranormal romance just because it's not necessarily in this world it's like in a different portal a different realm They have three realms in this book. There's like the fairy realm, realm where all the humans and other things are, and then like the demon realm. And so they like go places. Yeah, I was actually like, I liked this book more than I thought I would because of um, the main character and her sister. So the main character is Jules. And yeah, it's basically her going to a school that just opened up its doors again to mortal, to humans. So before they have, like, vampires, they have snake shifters, they have fairy, Mm -hmm. like, everything. Um, And then, like, 50 years ago or something, all the humans died. And, like, nobody knows why. They, like, woke up one day and all the humans were dead. So they shut their doors to humans and they just, like, reopened them again. So her and her, like, stepsister, almost twin sister, it's, like, kind of complicated backstory there, um, (laughs) are, like... Yeah, her sister Allie, they got invited to come back to the school as humans. And so you end up with all like the social tension and stuff and of like what happened to those, you know, what happened 50 years ago? What's going on? Like, are we even going to make it because like the kid, you know, the other students hate us because we're human and we're we're, like lesser than or whatever. Um, So it's kind of her trying to figure out surviving stuff and then picking up clues along the way into like this bigger mystery. And the paranormal romance bit comes in because, you know, she starts dating a vampire, dah, 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 dah. but there's, you, you know, do. there's the, as you do, <laughs> as one does, like, in, in their college, whatever. But, of course, there's, like, the fae interest who's, like, a brooding, the brooding fae, Cole, with, like, the mysterious, whatever, and she partners up with him in a class because, of course, he's she's partner up and then she has to duel, like, all the stuff, you know? So it's like, yeah, this is going to happen in book two or three or four. Like, this is happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I actually enjoyed it more. I think because it was in a school setting and I really like all the like seeing the classes and stuff and seeing what mm-hmm. things she has to learn and and like something happened to her sister, like her almost twin stepsister who was there. Um, so she's trying to figure out what like happened to her, you know, on like Halloween or something. So there's there's like some mystery and stuff, um, which I liked. But I actually do have, I realized why I don't read paranormal romance. Okay. And this is my controversial opinion. Okay, okay. Okay. I do not like, and it's not, I think this book was good. So, or like, it was enjoyable. It wasn't the type of book I normally read, but for me coming into the genre, I liked it. But I think I dislike romances where you have one character who's like super powerful and the other character is just not at all. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, like, and I think you usually see it with the fae romances. Um, like a normal human and like the super powerful fae who might be like 200 years old and like blah blah blah, blah and has the glamour and like everybody is attracted to them and the magnetism animal magnetism, <laughs> I don't know whatever <laughs> like I don't know I think there's something about that really bugs me mm-hmm. just because there's such a power dynamic difference
0: mm-hmm. and
2: right now since fae is super popular like that's a lot of the paranormal romance that is out there Mm-hmm. But and I think that I don't know. I don't mind if the characters are more equal in like power or personality or like they can kind of actually get along. Like, I don't know. But when there's such a power dynamic difference, like it just feels creepy to me. And like, why do you like this guy? He's a jerk. He's he <laughs> everybody. Like, he's, but he's so pretty. To, like, <laughs> he's so pretty. i like, he <laughs> degrades you. He's not like cool. Like, I don't know. That just bugs me. So
0: mm-hmm. yeah, I, can I see that
2: yeah. I think. Yeah. 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 So that's why I think where I'm coming from. But all things said, I like the (laughs) school aspect and the mystery aspects.
0: (laughs)
1: Well, and I think people like that trope just because you like to think like, as we are all underpowered humans, like it's the fantasy of like some really powerful, cool guy, whatever, being into you. But it does work a lot better for me if the girl then like powers up. Discovers. Yeah. 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 Yeah or yeah, has like such a strong personality that she could take them all out or has a completely different skill set that's useful but yeah
2: yes. if they're just like oh yeah you're
1: so which, strong <laughs> which to the
2: credit of this book she the girl definitely has some sort of power and mm-hmm. like discovers stuff about herself that's like oh i could see her leveling up like she's going to be leveling up okay. yeah 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 so it's not i but i just reading that made me realize oh i think that's why i really don't read this genre i read a lot of fairy stuff because yeah. like this like Gives you the ick. Yeah, it gives me the ick. But...
0: Mm. So I guess you don't read like boss and secretary romances either. <laughs> no. I want to say like billionaire romance. Billionaire romance. romance like yeah, with like
2: the girl from the street. I've yep. read one or two of those and it was like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we'll, yeah, yeah, that's no.
0: true. <laughs> I will say that one of the things about paranormal romance is that I Feel like the imbalance in power is almost like necessary for it it's because, like the point yeah. yeah 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 like you can't you can't really come in with like two powerful beings and just being like where do you go from there right like at mm-hmm. least one of them has to become something else and mm-hmm. I think I actually struggled with that with my wolf series because I've never had two main characters that are both wolves i always it's like a mm. wolf and a witch and so there's different types of magic involved but in this case or like a fae and a witch or a fae and a wolf so it's like in this in this particular series both of them are pretty much on the same level when you think about it you know i mean one is alpha and one is not but still like they're both wolves and so figuring out how to level up basically both of them in a way was, like, is is interesting because it's, like, ongoing. Yeah, that's tricky. That's tricky. But, yeah, I think, like, that's partly why I had, like, a little bit of, I was, like, oh, I wrote my girl too strong at the beginning. I <laughs> need mm-hmm. <laughs> to weaken her up because the power, like, that different inter- Yeah, she and needs, power. and she needs,
1: like, space to, like. To grow. To, to grow because we yeah. like watching them yeah. level up.
2: I would really love to see that gender flipped because it's always the guy in the more powerful position like at first i would love to see one like a paranormal romance or with like the girl who is the superpower animal magnetism whatever and falls in love with the dopey human you know
0: (laughs) there was okay so speaking of that there was a young adult series that i freaking loved and it's okay except for the third book (laughs) Okay. <laughs> Here's okay. what I think. Read books one and two. Read book. Read, just read book one. Okay. And then after that, I wasn't happy as happy as I was in the first book. Because I really expected. I'm just gonna spoil this for everybody without actually saying what it is, but I actually <laughs> really expect it. So she is a shifter, like a werewolf, right? She's a werewolf, mm-hmm. and she saves this human dude who's like a weakling. And she is promise to this other alpha right and he's like the bad boy the door like he just like pushes her buttons all this stuff and I really for the first time I think reading a series wanted her to pick the bad boy I, mm. you know I, mean? I never picked the like the love interest and I thought <laughs> I was like oh cool I'm finally picking the cool guy no she freaking chooses the human <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad and it got spoiled to me before like I have book three and I haven't read it because I'm almost positive that the the guy that I love like sacrifices himself for her. No and I'm ah, like, what? The human couldn't even do that. How are you gonna choose? Him? It's what the but, dumb human is for. Uh, they're
2: like they're like the disposable pawns, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so she chooses
0: the human and she's the super powerful one and he's the human in that one. And I was just annoyed the whole time because I wanted her to be with the alpha guy. And I was just like, Oh, that's like, so no. funny. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, side story. Oh. Hannah, <laughs> let's talk <laughs> about your book.
1: I read Inked by Rachel Renner. And her books are all over the, if you're in the indie fantasy addicts group, mm. they're like, they keep coming up and keep coming up and keep coming up. And I was like, fine, I'll read this book. So she's, the girl is Talia and she is a, are they? They're somewhere warm. I want to say Miami. And she's a tattoo artist. And she's a Jewish. And she has this like overbearing mother who always calls and yells at her about stuff like not calling enough and things like that, which is pretty funny. Oh, we were just talking about that with our mothers. (laughs) (laughs) None are to the level of Talia's mom. So it's... And yeah, she works in a tattoo parlor, but she has a phobia of needles herself because her dad passed away of cancer and there was like all this needle stuff involved and now she gets like nasty flashbacks. So she'll tattoo other people, but she cannot be tattooed. She's like, no, I don't like it. And one day her very hot boss is out of the shop and she's doing a tattoo on this guy and she runs out of ink and she's like, okay, I don't have any more black ink to finish up this big old snake thing, but I know my boss has more ink in his desk and it's like pretty cool ink, but I just need a little bit. So that will be fine. So she goes to the secret stash of tattoo ink and grabs some of his secret tattoo ink and finishes tattooing the snake. And then it comes off the guy's body and comes to life. And there's this giant Cobra rattlesnake hybrid going around the tattoo parlor. Oh, fun. Uh, <laughs> I love that. So it turns out that her boss is actually a Fae and that all their magic runs on runes and blood and different like kinds of ink. So you get like ink from different sort of flowers and different things to in the Fae realm to make these different kinds of inks that do different things. So it's a whole magic system based around tattooing and ink. That's so Which was so really cool. fun. And so then I don't think how I should give without it being too spoilery. It turns mm-hmm. out that she is like also part fey and her parents just didn't tell her and she's got like special gold blood and she starts <laughs> glowing and has all these issues so they have to go to the fey realm to find the special ink to like put a tattoo on her so she can like pass for human again and go about her business um but there are evil fey mob bosses and oh and her boss has a tattoo of a his name is zayn of a it's like a it's like a parrot (laughs) phoenix bird thing and so her boss goes missing and she goes to his apartment to like see what happened and she finds this bird this like fantasy bird sitting around who tries to tell her its name and she thinks it's biscuit so she calls him biscuit but turns out his name was hibiscus but she's just like calls it he's like i renamed your bird it's pithkit now and the guy's like that's not her name and she's like also i think it's male and he's like what this is my familiar like what are you doing um so this bird is hilarious and it doesn't need sustenance but it really likes almonds and it's like a little sap like going like almond almond and like they have to feed it things so it's like i i I love a good animal sidekick Mm -hmm. and it can yep um, like go fly back into its tattoo and be a tattoo again or it can come out and be like it's a bird form that's awesome and there's all sorts of other tattoos like the guy has bows and arrows and things tattooed in his arms you can pull out and use but they're like only have so many uses and then you have to like redo them and that's ah. cool it's very fun she has some cool powers um and i'm on i'm halfway through book three now there's four books so oh, okay. they have to save the fae realm at this point there's like you know, all the bad faith things and all the bad plot, also you know, mermaids things. and oh, unicorns mermaids. and stuff, but also I love it. All the different things I so really wanted
0: to write a tattoo that comes alive thing mm-hmm. for the familiar. But I remember what is it, Jennifer L. Amon trial did it in her series, and everybody's just mm-hmm. like, This is such a cool idea! and I was, or new idea, and I was like, Oh, dang it, I didn't write it up. <laughs> It is a
2: fun idea. That's cool. I love like animal sidekicks too. Though mine tend to be like, I was just realizing across like all my books, I've got a pet cleaning bot, a clockwork Mm -hmm. parrot. Mm -hmm. I've got a baby manticore, and I think I just have those three. That's pretty good though. Like half of them like aren't living ish, (laughs) (laughs) but still have that
1: pet charm. They have the pet charm, like
2: you know. (laughs) I don't know.
1: A tattooed familiar is living ish too. Yeah, that's Um, true. And, I, and so I'm doing tattoo magic in my book as well, but it's not nearly as like a whole fleshed out magic system as this mm-hmm. one is because it's just like a little part of it. But I was still like, hey, yeah, I need
0: to not steal any of these ideas. <laughs> yeah. while I'm writing. I know, right? But,
1: yeah, it's very fun so far. I would recommend it. Let us yeah. know when you finish the series. <laughs> I mean, everybody in the Facebook group keeps posting that it like made them cry, but then it was happy and satisfying at the end. So I am preparing myself for emotional turmoil, but also
0: I think it ends well. So. Okay. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to wait. Until you can ask do. next week. Okay. Yeah. You can. I, I think need, you would like I need to though. know endings before I, I've been burned. Okay. This is, this is where we're at. I need
1: mm-hmm, to know
0: mm-hmm. if it has a happy ending or not, but. That's fair. That's where we're at. But anyway, um, so I will talk about a book that is unsurprisingly Scottish. <laughs> 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 I feel like that's just like my uh, vibe right now. But it's called... Come to Valley Wild- for your <laughs>
1: Scottish book, Rex. Yep,
0: yep. It's called Wild Scottish Night with a K and it's by Trisha O'Malley. And it is amazing. <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to read. I'm just going to read like the little... Uh, blurb thing whatever but it says opposites attract in this modern day fairy tale with American Sophie when an American Sophie inherits a Scottish castle along with a hot grumpy Scotsman who is tasked with training her to be a magical knight before the Kelpies wreak, wreak havoc on the people of Lorne Bray. the knight was supposed to be a man so <laughs> yeah the Scottish um, grump has to train her and he thought that it was gonna be a guy, so that's great. But anyway, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole thing. Um, I love it. But obviously, love Scotland, love the Highlands. So it's really fun to have a setting outside of an urban town, mm-hmm. <laughs> in the middle of nowhere, of uh, castle thing. But yeah, there's. There's a thing that I really love about paranormal romance in general. And it's always when I start writing a paranormal romance, even if they thrust you right into like a magical world, like this main character is, I don't know, serving potions or something like that, right? I always feel like I can be that person, like immediately. I don't know (laughs) what it is about paranormal romance that I'm just kind of like, yeah. So this book opens up at her actually being at the funeral for her uncle. Was the one that leaves her the castle. And the uncle has had like seven wives, I think, And this oh, dang. <laughs> And the last one is the one that she's the closest to because they kind of like the uncle and the last wife like took her in and raised her after her parents just like went nuts. Mm-hmm. And so she's really close to them. So <laughs> I don't know what it is about, but it opens up at a funeral. It's supposed to be this like sad, you know, like it's a sad time, right? You're saying goodbye to a loved one. But these wives are just coming in and trying to pretend like they like her because you know obviously there's gonna be a reading of the whale and stuff like that and oh, like, there's so much humor in just this like funeral scene and I'm like this is like real life like I can totally see these people doing stuff like this and I don't know why but it like endeared me to this book immediately mm-hmm. it's like a weird thing but I do love that so yeah so she basically discovers that she has this castle and she has this like, magical training thing that she has to go through with a guy who thought that she was going to be a dude and he's very very prickly and very grumpy and
2: as one must be as a Scottish trainer
0: (laughs) exactly and it's great um but she like doesn't believe in magic she's never seen any kind of magic but she basically has to learn all about this like magical order and what it means to like protect this castle and where it like situated on the land and all the stuff. So the dynamic is there. And she's pretty much like, she's very, <laughs> sounds so mean. She's very American, but she is yeah. very much like a, like an in your face kind of person. Like she's a marketing mm-hmm. associate. So she's very just like sure of herself and all the stuff. And so it's really, it was really cool to see her being unsure of things because she's learning about magic and also dealing with the grumpy man and all the stuff. So I really like that setting. I really like that it had, I think another thing about paranormal romance is that the magic is very accessible mm-hmm. and it's not- Oh, that's a,
2: true. Yeah, it's not, that.
0: not very confusing, not, I mean, it, it can be very well developed, but it's just accessible, right? And so it's just like really fun to see this, just like a setting that I know, right? I've seen with just a sprinkle of magic and a lot mm. of like feels between the characters like I feel like that is why I love paranormal romance so much is because it gives me that magical feeling of the emotional magical feeling right because you're following people who are falling in love against mm-hmm. all odds but you also have like actual magic but it's not complicated mm-hmm. magic it's like pretty magic accessible magic pretty so magic it's just,
2: like, pretty magic <laughs> so, magical like, light
0: yeah magic light exactly so it's like it does, while it's not cozy fantasy, because it does have, like, high stakes most of the time, it still, like, gives you that happy feeling, or me, it ha- gives me that happy feeling <laughs> in, in, like, it's a romance with magic, and, you know, some life-or-death situations, but it's <laughs> <better>. you know, <laughs> and it's always really fast-paced, which is, you know, my jam, so. So is he a human,
1: the guy, or is he, like, immortal, or, like... Oh what what is he?
0: I think he's just a descendant of the like the magical order of whatever. So like, Okay, so he's he like the
1: current guy in a line of Yeah, I knights. think so.
0: He hasn't he hasn't shown any I haven't seen him show any like outward magic. He's just like really okay. strong and is like do this and she's like I don't know how to do this. And he's like <laughs> well, you're supposed to. And she's like okay, cool, but I can't. <laughs> Okay, but, That's uh, where they're at. Do you need <laughs> yeah. some marketing? I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just like, give me, give me a phone. I can, you know, Twitter, Instagram it up for you, you know, whatever. But man, I really wish I had
2: an uncle who died and leave me a Scottish castle. Oh,
0: uh, like, same.
1: Like <laughs> I'm very low on rich Scottish uncles. Yeah. Like I've
2: got, I mean, my uncles, the one in particular is a little mm, mm, How do I say this? (laughs) It's like the biggest family mystery of how he landed my aunt. Like (laughs) everyone is like, how did this happen? And I'm like, you could just leave me a castle, like, and then I don't know. Then I won't ask any questions. Yeah, like, and then everything would kind of make sense a little bit. I don't know, but
1: maybe he's not really human. Lured her in with some some powers. (laughs)
2: Yeah, if there were some like robotic limbs, I'd be like, okay, yeah, she goes
1: straight sense. to sci fi. This one, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> sorry, guys, I was like, I don't know. Yeah, I was thinking, no. you know, vampire, but maybe, <laughs> maybe bionic.
2: Well, I feel like vampire they have to have some sort of like animal magnetism to it because you have it's like the prey aspect you have to lure your prey in, whether it's sure. your werewolf, vampire, like all that. There's that hunter predator. He doesn't really have
1: any of that. See, but <laughs> like, maybe he must have a bit or else how did he get your hand? That's the question. See, so <laughs> no. maybe it's just very specific. Very, very, very <laughs> specific. <laughs> One time only got
2: used up. Written in size four font. Like, I yeah. don't know. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> it's a
0: mystery. Oh, man, great.
2: Do you ever though, like also just look on Zillow or something for Scottish castles for sale? Because sometimes I do that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> all the time,
2: all yeah, the time.
0: Like... Also, there's this, these like cottages in the middle of highlands and stuff that are not quite a castle, but look incredibly magical. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. hmm, I can save up to buy
2: it. I'm like, I can years. do this
0: <laughs> in 25 years. It's fine. It's fine. It'll still be there.
2: Retirement plan.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, what? I'll come visit you in our
1: 60s and. Have a writing mm-hmm. retreat. Just have our it. little gnarled arthritic fingers. Click, click, click,
2: click, click, click. Come on. In our
1: 60s, I hope I'm not arthritic
2: yet. Dude, like, do you not already deal with tendonitis like crazy? Okay, like... I do have
1: like trigger thumb, but I want to talk about it. It's going to get better, not worse. <laughs> Dude, I fit like tendonitis has
2: been a thing for like five years. And I just, I, I mean, look, I'm wearing the armband because it's already, ugh, hate it. i'm like, we're all going to be arthritic in our fingers by like age 60. But How by
1: then we can get not. bionic fingers, so we're fine.
2: True, <laughs> true. We can sap salvage them. them from my uncle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is turning into a whole plot line of its own now. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. Um. Anyway, Abby, are you reading anything exciting at the moment?
2: Yeah, actually. So this is. I think I mentioned this. I can't remember if I mentioned this before on the podcast or not. But I recently like discovered Emily Henry. She does mm. like rom com stuff, and I love
1: Emily
0: Henry. Yeah, as if
1: you Emily Henry.
0: <laughs> I, like, I has have- not read any Emily Henry. Is oh, what oh it okay. okay I have all of her books, and I religiously stay away from it because me and hype really? books. We all know this. I true, true. So, I, I
2: just, I just struggle with romance books. Like, I just <clears throat> do like wrong. I just struggle, and oh my gosh, guys. Okay, it's gonna be a little embarrassing, but first off. So yeah, I'm reading her latest one because it's like the only romance rom-com book that I actually kind of enjoy and they like mm-hmm. make me laugh. But okay, since being pregnant, if I want to cry, I read rom-coms. So <laughs> it's like, it's the weirdest thing. They'll be like, I'm not, ai was never a big like PMS person anyway. I never had mood swings, never had like anything like that. I'm just always kind of like do 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 even keeled, but on the higher optimism level scale of even keeled. Mm-hmm. And then- Reading these rom coms, I'll sit in the bath and there's like a kiss or a tingle, and my whole body it's like my signals get crossed. It's like, oh, like a PG 13 kiss flushes, and I just start bawling. And it's like, <laughs> what in the world is going on? And so, whenever I need a good cry now, I just read Emily Hemory and I, was gonna I just say, and this is out.
1: good, we like this.
2: Yeah, I have to like <laughs> purge the sadness out every so often, I have okay, to like yeah, lance sure. it, otherwise, it like because I my It'll brain, build like, up, yeah, they like tends to ignore it, and it bubbles up like a big like pus mm-hmm. bubble. So if you like lance it and let the sadness out, like, okay, we're good. You got go going. Like,
1: well, so, Emily yeah. Henry does write like I don't know. They're not like super. They're not super fluffy rom coms. Like there's a lot of depth to the characters and things like that. So I can see like they're more emotional, I think, than some rom coms I read. Yeah, but it's like
2: PG thirteen level kiss, and my body's like, <laughs> like <laughs> I have a lot of feelings. Yeah, <laughs> let's I was cry. Like, what is this? Like what? Like I don't do feelings like that. Like I just don't like them. Like I'll do it. Like other people, I can listen all day long. I can empathize really good. But me myself, like, no, no, no. I don't like them. So it's just, I don't know. I hate so, yeah, to break Emily it to you. Henry.
1: I didn't do feelings either until I had children. No. <laughs> and now I I still like, you know, like stupid like commercials make me cry. Oh, random no. stuff. And I'm like, who am I? Ugh, um, don't tell me so that. It might be permanent. No,
2: I can't. Like, I used to hate watching fail videos, and now whenever I laugh too hard, I start bawling, and it's just like, and I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm not sad. I'm probably I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. It's so bad, guys. Oh my gosh. Ugh. So yeah, not a fan If you Fun. like read sad
1: books. <laughs> Sad nothing. Books also make- nothing. nothing. You have to read it's happy like, books to cry. I have to
2: read happy books and like <laughs> laugh really hard or get to a per- PG-13 level kiss in a rom-com and then I can okay. go. Uh, right.
0: I don't know. That's interesting.
2: It's so weird.
0: I love it so much.
1: <laughs> it's so weird.
0: Oh my gosh, all right,
1: Hannah. What about you? What you um, well, I have to finish the series. Mm-hmm. So I have a book and a half left. And they all rhyme. It's like inked, jinxed, linked, synced. I think which oh, is cute clever. but also like makes me forget which one I'm reading. <laughs> um I think I'm on link and then I don't know I've been thinking that maybe see I did a Avalia and I bought book three in a series that I liked and haven't read it for two years because I'm afraid of it. Wait which book is this? Uh Aurora Burning so I'm like am I gonna oh, read okay. Aurora or is it it's the last one I think it's burning and I'm like There's two characters that are maybe dead. And as long as I don't read the books, they're not really dead. Um, And I haven't had any spoilers. Mm -hmm. So they're like Schrodinger's cat characters. (laughs) (laughs) They're both dead and alive at the same time until I read this book. And then maybe it'll turn out fine or maybe they'll be dead and I'll be really sad. But I think it's time. I think it's time. I really love this series and I do need to read the third book. But I'm... It is time. um, Or you can just
0: pull a for longer and wait nine years.
1: (laughs) I want to... I know. I know. I was like i want to read them before i fully forget the first two <laughs> and have to read the whole series again and then get all sad again so we'll see yeah i don't know if i can tell you guys after i read it though because then it'll be spoilers for anyone who like me has <laughs> to
0: avoid them for this long <laughs> i suppose <laughs> Maybe. yeah you could wait forever and just pretend that it never happened mm-hmm. be like this is great everybody's alive everybody's happy there's no nothing issue. bad will happen
1: i have written my own ending for these books and they got medical treatment and it all worked out. It
2: I tried that once and it didn't work out for me. I read <laughs> I read The Count of Monte Cristo back in like I don't know high school and it was so mad when like if you haven't read this book by now, sorry, it's getting spoiled. I watched but like the movie. when they like fake poisoned everybody in the end mm-hmm. and I was so mad cuz everyone died that I didn't read the last like two or three pages. Oh, I think you told that thing. Have Wait. I yeah. <laughs> and that does not surprise me because I'm still scarred by that. Still, she's still mad about it. <laughs> I'm still mad about it. And then, yeah. I love it. I love it uh, so much. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. So you're saying it could turn out to not be traumatizing. Yeah. And yes. I could be traumatizing myself. Yes. But it is Jay Kristoff. So I think he likes to traumatize. So. Yeah, That's true. Does. I take
2: that back. I take I it back. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Oh my gosh! Um, yeah, like I said, I'm not reading anything. I think I'm just gonna be reading my own books <laughs> for the next couple of weeks as I take notes and prepare myself to write uh, Snow White because my brain just doesn't want to input any new stories right now, which is very very annoying. That's fair though. It happens, you know. I'm just gonna watch my K dramas and cry at that's PG your kisses.
2: Yeah, there you <laughs> go. <laughs> Join the team. <laughs> that's that's where
0: I'm at. No, um. But yeah if you guys have read any book I've, oh my goodness, I can never do the outro without messing up at least one thing blah, 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 blah. let me try that again. if you have read any of these books or if you have paranormal romance to recommend to us, please let us know on Instagram at reading We've got com. one
1: for Abby where the powerful girl hooks up with the human guy and it's good and doesn't make anybody mad like Paul book. yes then. <laughs> and I can keep the
0: castle. We'd love a wreck for that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes please. Please. Um, I would also be curious because as you can tell, I'm still bitter 10 years later. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, yeah, make sure to follow us on Instagram and at Facebook at Reading Queens Pod. We are just so easy to find. So come talk to us. Also, before you go, please leave us a star rating or a review on your favorite podcast platform and follow us there as well. That really helps us and yeah then be back next week with more randomness and books and all the glorious things that we do on this podcast uh, yeah that's it okay bye bye, bye. guys <laughs>